Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. The off-season. You better be ready. They're coming for you. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And we have one thing in common. We love Survivor. It's going to be a Survivor summer until the next season of Survivor. We are two Survivor podcasters. I'm Joel. He's Cody, like we said already. And uh, <laughs> we're a week out of the finale of Survivor Winners at War. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about still. I mean, you know, we podcasted after the episode last week, but... We just talked about the episode. We didn't really talk about the season. So we're just going to hang out and talk about whatever the fuck. Right, right, Cody? Yeah. I, I mean, first first things first, Joel. Yes. Uh, season's over. It's, yes. uh, it's almost a new us right now for yes. Merge Boot off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my proposal. You better be ready. That song's out. It's done. Yeah. No, no. Sure. For sure. Long like intros, it? done. No, big, long <laughs> In- intro, uh, I like. <laughs> Introducing ourselves twice, it's over. Okay, we, yeah, we've we had don't enough. need to do that again. We don't need to do that again. <laughs> I- <laughs> we can workshop some songs uh, as they come up. Maybe like, uh, summer loving, have me a blast. Something like that. Survivor loving. Something like that. Yeah, something like that, I guess. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll, we'll figure oh, it out. Boy. Something to do with the the summer, summer, summertime, and uh, qu- maybe the quarantine lifestyle. The fact that we're recording this from separate apartments. I don't know. Maybe. Um, uh, but Cody, I want to know. Let's let's talk about your favorite moments from season forty. Or or how about this? How are you feeling? Uh, living in for a week. We've been living seven days. Living in a world where. Tony Valakos is the two-time winner of Survivor uh, for the second the the second two-time winner of Survivor. How does that feel? Honestly, I've moved on. For real? Yeah, I've moved on. What is new me now? You haven't been thinking about it all week, and every time you think about it, you're like, "Holy shit! How did that happen?" Last time, uh, last time we podcasted was the last time I thought about Tony winning season forty. Okay, so what else, what have you been thinking about? You've been you, Michelle was robbed. Michelle was snubbed. That's what you've been thinking about. No, I've moved on, man. I watched uh, season thirty. Oh, worlds apart. How how was that? How how did that hold up? Not very well. Um, I mean, it's fine. I, there's a lot of people to dislike. I like I like Mike. Mike's good. I'm Mike's like good. Mike. Some would say. Yeah, 
That maybe that's what Tony said um, when he won all those immunities. He he uh, tied his shoes and said, make me like Mike. Well, I I found uh, a pair of swim trunks tied up on a telephone pole, and I put them <laughs> on, and then I won Survivor. Yeah, with, uh, with the American flag colors on them? Yeah, it was like Mike Holloway. <laughs> make me like Mike. Yeah, um... <laughs> That that season is pretty low for me. Worlds apart, it's it's not only just a lot of unlikable people. I just I find it a lot really boring. Uh oh, I didn't find like it the boring. Sta- the, the the quote unquote standard of that season is Joe Anglum, and uh, he I'm not like uh, like it's been documented on this podcast. I'm not a big Joey fan. Yeah, you hate Joey. Amazing. I, I mean, there's a lot of funny moments in that season, though. Do you like Rodney? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't no. like Rodney. I don't like Rodney. I don't like Dan. I don't like... Uh, I don't even remember that finalist guy's name. Will. Will. Don't like him. Yeah. No, he's but, insufferable. Yeah. But Dan uh, brings a lot of laughs. As much as I hate him, he uh, also has some great quotes. He's, he is so screwed by the edit. Like, the, like his edit is is one of the worst edits of all time. Like the edit is always making him look bad. He is always the one looking bad in every conversation. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> I it, I love uh there's uh, there's a line uh, and I mean most of the lines are getting quoted in this apartment. Uh that's what you've been missing, Joel, by not being here. Okay. Is that there's a lot of quotable moments. Collins been going nuts. He quotes Dan on the constant. I'm a fat uh, guy. I'm a fat guy. <laughs> the bamboo will split. I I do like uh, when uh, Rodney is imitating uh, uh, Mike and Dan. He's like, uh, you like that moment. It reminds me of a time when I grew up in Maine. <laughs> um, um, but there's a but, great uh, there's a great Dan line where uh, they're in a reward challenge, and his I forget who it was. It was someone that was on his team for the reward challenge. Said, "I love you guys," and then Dan replies, "I love cheeseburgers." <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, I think people listening to the podcast are probably having a different experience than you. I don't. I think they're probably have been thinking about Survivor Forty a lot. There's not much else to think about in quarantine, and I don't know. I I didn't watch a season of Survivor this week. Um, so I do want to talk about season 40. Uh, maybe does it rank low for you? This, like the season as a whole, maybe because like, what? Uh, no, it doesn't rank low. I, I, I rank it quite high. I'd put, I'd put it with heroes versus villains and David's versus Goliath in the top for three, sure. the top three. Yeah. Think, yeah. The uh, top three, but man, you got to move on in life. The mass singer finale was tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're a Survivor podcast. We're a week out of Tony Velocco's winning Survivor twice. I want to talk about that. Yeah, Tony doesn't... I don't give a damn about Tony, man. Okay. Wow. You, All right. You know I do. It. I do. I think it, uh, he ranks high. He's maybe now, in my eyes, the greatest Survivor player of all time. What about Ozzy? <laughs> God, <laughs> why are you trolling me, man? <laughs> Oh boy, I'm we're hot like here. We're back, <laughs> baby. We're back. Yeah, I'm a, I'm in a good mood. You're not. You're gonna. It's. Um, I got a. I got a cameo from Johnny Fairplay this week. I'm feeling good. I know he's your favorite. I guess. What? what uh, he's what my new favorite. Well, tell the folks at home about that. 
Well, my 27th birthday is coming up, and my girlfriend Mimi, who's uh, been evoked and has also been on this podcast before, mm-hmm. um, got me a cameo from Johnny Fairplay. Uh, she said uh, she watched a lot of different people's um, cameo examples and said that I would thought that I would appreciate the weirdest one who was Johnny Fairplay and he uh, he did not disappoint. He sent me a very strange video. He looked like he was in a in the middle of a forest somewhere or, or a bizarre backyard. <laughs> and uh, he mentioned the so he shouted out the podcast. I'll how about this? I'll I'll upload the video to our Instagram at Murray's Boot Podcast, and, and people can watch it and see for yourself. Is is Johnny Fairplay high? Is he demented, or is he just a, a strange man, or is he a, a, just a nice man for 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 sending me a cameo? Even though I've I've talked shit about him on the 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 recap we did of Pearl Islands. Is he in? Uh, well, he's not. A, I mean, it doesn't make him a nice man. He was doing his job. He was paid to do it. Yeah, not very much though, compared to uh, some of the winners. Well, honestly, yeah, and I, I mean that's something we should really talk about here because I, I Rob for one hundred and fifty. Come on, Rob. Boston Rob is one hundred and fifty. Yeah, you well, can get uh, you can get Sinbad or Coolio for cheaper. Like Michelle Michelle Fitzgerald was like sixty dollars apparently. Um, uh, Natalie Anderson, I saw in there, hundred bucks. Natalie Anderson is a hundred dollars. I guess I don't know. I, I wouldn't pay for it. That that seems like a lot. And then you have some steals on there. I mean, Johnny Fairplay for fifteen dollars. That's a bargain. Rick Devins, reasonably priced, still relevant. Uh, coach you, only. Coach is forty bucks. That's a good price. That's decent. When you 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 got a cameo from Rick Devins uh, for for Outlaugh. Uh, like a yeah. year ago, right after the the Edge of Extinction finale, was he more expensive then? Uh, was he more expensive then? Um, hmm. Yeah, I believe he was. I play. I yeah, I paid twenty bucks. I think he's thirty bucks now. So he hasn't gone up very much, but okay. Uh, he's still okay, he's so, still pretty reasonably priced. So. I have some survivors here on uh, on Cameo. I, I I searched it. So can you guess how much Adam Klein is? Adam Klein, I think he's eighty bucks. It says oh here, no, no, four, he's, 50. he's fifty. He's fifty. He was a little cheaper than everyone else. He's fifty. Um, yeah. And Coach is forty dollars. Spencer Bledsoe. Uh oh, I didn't even see him on there. I hope he's a dollar. A do- he's forty dollars. Forty dollars. Oh my God! Who would choose Spencer Bledsoe over Coach? Well, how about this? How much is Tina Wesson? Uh oh, I she, I saw her on there. I think she's forty or fifty bucks too. Fifty. Thirty. She's thirty. Thirty. Okay. And uh, this is pretty egregious. The War Dog. How much do you think the War Dog costs? If he's fifty bucks, I'm gonna friggin' go into Colin's room and knock him out right now. You're gonna have to go do that right now. Oh my he's, god, he's fifty. Everyone else, like Sandra, Ethan's on, uh, Tyson, they're all like forty nine, forty eight, and War Dog is a straight fifty dollars. Even Lucina is is forty nine. Well, because people will mistake him for Tony every once in a while and pay it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Dev- Richard Hatch is fifty dollars. Also, uh, yeah, like the first winner ever is fifty bucks. That makes sense, sure. 
and yeah. War Dog is fifty bucks. Yeah, no, War Dog is is fucking delusional, and I hope he's listening. He probably is. Probably uh, has a has a little fucking lightness at anybody every time anybody talks about him ever. Why isn't uh, Dan from Worlds Apart on there? Rodney Lavoy Jr. is on there. I, I know. I did see that. He's $50, too. I know. Way too expensive. I don't know. Was he on another show? He seems like a guy that would tour reality shows. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Um, Jamal is $25. I I bought a cameo. Uh, it should be coming in any day now. For who? Uh, for our uh, artist of uh, the podcast, Nick, who designed oh, nice. the logo. I oh, bought well, him a cameo. From who? Uh, well, I mean, we'll have to reveal it. He listens every week. We'll have to reveal it next week. We'll have to. We'll reveal it next week. Wow, a cliffhanger for our listeners. Who did? Yeah, it? this. I should have done said that at the end. Yeah. A big well, cliffhanger for Nick. He's going to be like, "What? Why did I get a cameo? What's this for?" Is it not his birthday or something? Well, the truth is that on the 8th, it was Nick's birthday. And now we're on the, what day are we at? We're on the 20th. And I didn't uh, wish him happy birthday on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt bad about it. So now I've been waiting uh, for this cameo. But it, and now it's, the days just keep on going further and further from his birthday, but I got him this birthday cameo and I didn't mention to him that I forgot about it or anything like that. I didn't mention to him that I've been uh, a happy belated birthday. Nothing. I've given him nothing since I realized this just so I could make the first thing a cameo. I hope it's from somebody like real bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think everyone's going to really like it, and maybe we'll play that next week if uh, Nick sees fit. Here's your cameo from Karishma Patel. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, and I, I paid a handsome price for it. Karishma? Oh, was it Boston Rob? $150? Oh, man. I forked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Karishma cost is twenty five dollars and Sarif Fields is twenty dollars. Come yeah, on, I mean, That's, like, dude, what? I Sarif's mean, a legend. Karishma is is the opposite of a legend. If you're on cameo and you're you looking for survivor people, please scope the whole field out because you're going to find people for a better price that are just going to make you a better cameo. Well, yeah, Mimi said that like. Jeremy's she looked at Jeremy's and Tyson's or or whoever's and she said that they're all really heartfelt messages and being really nice but she thought I'd appreciate one that was super weird and, uh, <laughs> I did I mean I yeah honestly that's the best uh, that that's great yeah I like it oh Nora is on oh imagine getting a cameo from Nora from from Island of the Idols <laughs> how much is that it's fifty dollars. Uh, you know, fifty don't, too much. Yeah, too much. Too much. Even Devin uh, Devin's had a hot run, biggest pop of the season, and his was only twenty bucks coming out of that season. Yeah. That's reasonable. Like you're you're not you're celebrities still. You're on Survivor, but you're not like you're not on there as fucking Gilbert Godfrey or something. Gilbert Godfrey is on Cameo, right? Yeah. I've gotten cameos as gifts before, and some of them have been better than others. 
What? Uh, who have you gotten before? I got Larry Hankin from. Sir, oh right, from you Seinfeld. gave Larry Hankin, right? What's that? You gave yeah. someone Larry Hankin. No, you yeah, I've never it, gotten right? one as a gift before. I, I I've bought them for other people. The first right. time I got a cameo as a, a gift was the was the Fair Play one. Awesome. Um, Larry Hankin. I mean, like, I should have just given know, you his phone number. Yeah. <laughs> For people who don't know, Larry Hankin is uh, was on Seinfeld um, and uh, other shows, and uh, like was spooked. on was on uh, Cody's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, you might know I him just... from Spooked or Seinfeld or Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, it was a pretty good. That's probably the best one I've ever paid for. Was the and I, I got one from a Walking Dead actor because my my cousin really liked Walking Dead as well. Um, I mean, I like some of them. You look at them and they're so boring. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, we've we've talked. In, I think we've talked enough about uh, cameo. Honestly, I've been thinking about cameo all week. That's why I forgot about Tony winning. Well, Sean Astin is two hundred and ninety-five dollars. Michael Rapaport is one hundred and seventy-five dollars. But if you look at Michael Rapaport's, like I was watching his cameos, they seem more worth it. Like he puts a lot into it. What does he do? He just yells. Okay, so that's worth $175? I watched one that he, uh, someone said, someone sent it there to give to their friend that's not been following the corona restrictions, and Michael Rappaport just roasted the guy the whole time. Oh, that's that's kind of funny. Good for, good for Rappaport. You're a big Michael Rappaport fan. You've seen him three times live. Oh yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen him countless times live. Just love him, love the war at home. If you remember that, yeah, you're a big. Oh, and yeah, he's he's also been on Spooked when I was on. Yeah, yeah, he's he, been on. He appeared. I was when I when I appeared with Luba Magnus. He appear, he appeared in the. Uh... Oh shit! I'm I'm. This is we're, we're this is a cameo cast now. Uh, but uh, I paid for Ernie Hudson cameo. To celebrate my sketch troupe Dad Rock Comedy's uh, year anniversary last year, and that was like sixty dollars, but now he's one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Oh wow, he's people are rocking it. I mean, the sh- the site's taking off. Oh sure, Tom Arnold's on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they peaked. <laughs> I don't know how they could get higher. Uh, well, you know what we should do? We should have an episode. Yes. Where and I don't know if you'd be down for this, Joel. We each budget ourselves a hundred dollars, and we do a survivor roast to each other. What do you mean? Like we each just buy a hundred dollars worth of cameos, and we just have them roast each other. Okay, so we <laughs> we try and get different people to roast. Okay, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe you can win just by getting a bunch of value. Maybe you can win by doing two good ones. Yeah. I, I don't know. Or, maybe you'll win just, by... Or just uh, getting one from Parvati. Or just one good one from Parvati. I yeah. mean, if if Parvati uh, knocked you, that might sting the most. Yeah, it would really hurt me. I, like <laughs> Nick, Like Nick, she's my crush. So yep. if if she if she put me down and like told me I had a small penis or something like that, that would really hurt. <laughs> what you want me to put in the comments of it? Uh, <laughs> do SPH. <laughs> oh God. 
Well, <laughs> I, let's 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 pivot a bit, Cody. I want you to. You, I, I know you didn't do a, a an iconic uh, rewatch of season forty before the finale, like I did. But I want you to rack your brain and tell me your favorite moments from season forty. Uh, so many moments. Yeah, moments. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I. I. I mean, I really enjoyed the Ben and Adam stuff. Great. Great. Yes. But I guess that moment of. Uh, moment. I mean. The moment, I, I, you know what Ben really, Ben was my pop of the season. He certainly was a pop. He definitely popped in sometimes uh, um, less than flattering ways, and sometimes you know, I think his final moment of telling uh, Lucina that she could vote him out. I think, uh, and the Michelle it, moment it at Final it, Tribal as well. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you can tell he's a good guy. He just you know he's competitive, and and I think uh, in a similar way to Jeremy, sometimes when a when a competitive person is is losing or or struggling, it it it, it can come off as a, 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 a in a bad look. They can they can yeah, uh, totally. seem a little jerky sometimes, and I think Jeremy suffered that, and I think Ben suffered that, and uh, even Lucina at times. Um, uh, yep, there was there was sometimes not the best looks on her. Um, but but whatever we know that they're they're fine people they're good people and whatever um, I uh, I think uh, uh, something that I really liked in the rewatch is just watching R- Rob's big pop in his in in the in the in the episodes where he was still in the game I think he he's he's a really entertaining survivor player whether whatever you feel about him or not I think he is <laughs> he I think he was a little annoying on edge. And I'm sure he was annoying to live with on Edge, but I I really do like him like getting the information out of Ben in the premiere episode. I love when on the Danny vote out him asking everybody to take to empty their bags <laughs> to see their uh, to see the uh, if if they had an idol. And I and I do think the sequence of uh, him enforcing the buddy system on steroids in his vote out episode is pretty hilarious as well. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, there's, Rob there's, had the. Gr- go on, sorry. Rob had great times. I the Ben's just progression of like doing these insane, insane moments of uh, being sorry, thrown off mom. by Rob moments, um, and like the the feud with Adam, and then Jeremy, like so much yeah. entertainment throughout it, and then left on such a warm note. Warm note, think... but also like I think a, a a kind of a frustrating note because I think on either side it's it, it was like I th- I, I think it, it ended up being the wrong the wrong move for Sarah too. Well, yeah, I mean he did he said he did it due to his mental health. Yeah, no, I totally see it from his perspective. Like, yeah, I, a couple things have come out this week to shed some light on what's going on, and maybe we can talk more about that as they come out. Um, like a few extra interviews. The way out I've read, uh, a lot of them repeat themselves in, in multiple interviews. But there's a big a lot of Ponderosa videos came out too. Oh fuck! I compl- I should have watched those before we recorded. Sorry. Did you watch them? Um, I like skim through. They're so long. Like each juror has like twenty minutes or something. Right. I they're uh, so long, but like I mean, I'll I'll get through them eventually. I watched. I, no, you know what I did? I I took hours reading Adam Klein's Reddit AMA. Did you read oh, that? No. 
I think the thing that it, it sheds light on the most, I think it's it's pretty clear what happened with Adam is like the Rob thing, the, him telling Rob about the poverty vote uh, caused a mistrust with everybody. And, and even when he was basically being trustworthy towards those people, they were stabbing in the back and just tell, because he was the easy person to be like, well, Adam told Rob about the poverty vote. Um, fuck him. And he's distrustworthy telling everybody, telling everybody, telling everybody. Um, uh, but the big, right. the, the cool thing that he sort of shed light on is just like the dynamics of the edge of extinction camp. Apparently he, um, was on what, like when he first got to edge before he got there, Natalie was like, Natalie and Rob said to him, said to everybody, don't tell Adam about how advantages work. Don't tell Adam about how fire tokens work. And then Yule told him about everything, but also he and Yule had like a heart to heart about the game and life and stuff for like a couple hours and they got back and Natalie and Rob were like mad at Yule and didn't let him sleep by the fire that night. Weird. Yeah, like that sort of like high school dynamics shit like that. And uh I mean could have played a big part. I mean uh, in Natalie not winning. Um yeah. Well, well, what he said was like he would have tried to be more social than she was if like he was trying to be more social than she was and trying to make friends more while she was like really just focused on advantages and like it didn't see it's it, and I think people were getting more bitter than we saw on TV uh, seeing Natalie get all the things and I think it started to be clear to them that she kind of had an advantage being the first one there right yeah i totally had an advantage i mean she was able to scope out the full island yeah and we, we saw exactly the interesting thing about edge and seeing two seasons of this now is we saw exactly what to do in the first season when you get the chance to come back in yeah and how to do the best you possibly can at that and now yeah. in this and, season... And maybe we didn't wh- quite realize that when we saw it. Or I, no, I sort of but, did, but I, I don't think a lot of the people did. Um, it's definitely a new respect for Chris Underwood. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, I'm done with Edge. Oh, oh, dude, 100%. I really like Chris Underwood's game in those three three days, but I did not want to see it after that season. And honestly, like... There were some good moments at Edge this this season, some interesting things, but mostly the way it, how it sort of came with the fire tokens and sort of just kind of fizzled. I, I'm not a huge fan of it anymore. You know, I'm not. I well, I never really yeah. was, and like I, I don't. I think Edge either needs a huge reworking, or we just don't see it again and don't bring back Redemption Island. Just like. I think, especially pre-merge, I think it it cushioned a lot of like heartbreak we would have felt if Ethan went out and we never saw him again on the during that season. You know what I mean? Like, right. It not cushioned the heartbreak, but it was it was also just like well, uh, okay, I mean, you know. To be fair, we wouldn't have got the big Ethan moments of the season had he just went out there. Sure, sure. No, no. I'm, 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 I'm glad, but I'm also like, 
like fuck put Ethan they put Ethan through this fucking bullshit and I think eventually he must have found he must have figured I am not getting back in here and I've just been <laughs> suffering and I've already suffered so much in my he life he could have put up the flag like Sandra did yeah yeah I know I, I, I don't know I just felt so bad for them at times and it and, and it almost hindered my enjoyment of watching it I mean my 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 thesis is all over the place right now but a, a, a big part of me disliking Edge is how much the people on the Edge hate it um, but for me to go back to here, uh, to be fair to Natalie, even though she showed how good Chris Underwood's game was of uh, getting back in, yeah. she also showed how bad Reams was of being the first boot. You know, like she sure. she showed how to be a first boot in an edge season. Yeah, for sure. And I ha- mean, we, we sort of we, I tried to talk about this um Two weeks ago, but me and you got into a, a, a spat. I think Reem certainly took advantage. It was the wording of strategy that you used yeah, with Reem. I didn't, I didn't mean it like strategy. I just mean she, she, uh, what like kind of uh, took on a different role at Edge. She took on the motherly sort of empathetic, take care of the people as they come in sort of deal. But I don't, I don't think she ever had a shot of getting back in the game. But also like. I don't think she was ever really like thinking about what it would be like to be back in the game. I think she was just trying to get through the edge. Yeah, and, and well, she was. Uh, I was watching that one recently. I didn't get to as far in, uh, but she she says that she she's about to leave the island when Keith gets there. Right. She was about to throw up the flag and quit, but then since Keith was there, she wanted to stick it out with him. I think um, and Reem, then, Reem, I would love to see come back to Survivor to see how she actually does in the game. If she likes uh, to well, the first vote. if we're to do season pitches, uh, first boot season. Well, yeah, that's been that's been thrown out a lot, and you could, um, yeah, you could bring back Aris and uh, Johnny Fairplay and Pat. Uh, Pat's hurt back. Pat's hurt back, and and Tina Wesson is a first boot. Um, and uh, uh, what's our favorite? Sierra. Zane. 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 Zane, yeah. Um, who's it? That who guy. Is it? Francesca. He's in worse shape now. French, French, Francesca. Uh, Francesca's the ultimate first boot, yeah, so she definitely she's been, has to come she's back. She's been first boot twice. <laughs> she's um, on, if she is first boot a third time, that'd be so good. Yeah. Uh, who's the first boot and coaches? Um, oh, no. If if Sandy was the first boot in Token Chains, then it'd be great. But the first boot ended up being someone kind of boring the lady that david murphy proposed to at the redemption island uh, uh finale rupert rupert first boot yes oh shit i forgot about that <laughs> that'd be great yeah I mean, so um, you could it's an excuse to bring back someone like rupert like rupert would have a huge advantage in that if he lost it'd be insane well i think aris would win though if aris is back you just walk right to the end. Oh, it's not Aris. It's Vetus. Or Vetus. Yeah, oh, that's, my bad. that's my bad. I said Aris, but it's v- Vetus was first boot and second chances. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Vetus could have another chance, I guess. I, he got pretty creepy, though. I don't think they would want him after the... Well, he also he also took off, um, uh, like, left before the pre-jury trip and went home, and they were pissed about him for that, and he didn't get to go back, to, didn't go to the, the live reunion. What a baby. Yeah. Well, he wanted to go see his new baby because he left his little baby. So he's also he's a baby, but also his little baby was a baby. <laughs> um, Stephanie Gonzalez as well. 
I guess. Yeah, and uh, uh, who was uh, David's first? Oh, Pat, of course. David versus Goliath. Pat. But the big thing about and this Ronnie is the big Barta, thing about a first Boston a first, Bo- Brockton Ron. Brockton Ron, yeah. The big thing they could pitch about a first boot season, though, is that Nick was supposed to be the first boot, but Pat got medevaced. Yeah, and he no, ended up I mean, winning. Yeah, it's it's first boots. It does not always mean you're terrible. Um, uh, it 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 could mean something good. I mean, you don't you don't get to get your footing. It it would be horrible to go out to Survivor, do all the casting things, survive all that shit, and then go out first. What a horrible thing! Oh, and Natalie's sister Nadia could go out too. That that would be good. Yeah, that would be a good person to bring back. I mean, the uh, what else do you have other than a first boot season? Um. Well, I mean, we, there's a million things we could talk about in terms of like returnee seasons and stuff like that. Like, like a second chances, yeah. Like a second, second chance, chances. or or yeah, like w- there also you could do like the 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 runner up season, uh, novo right. final season, or. The fourth place finisher th- season, um, something like that. I I don't know if the producers are that creative, but I I mean we but but also you, we're gonna need to be creative if if they can't if they're not allowed to fly overseas, so they have to film all their seasons in America too, like Survivor Hawaii or Survivor Wisconsin. How about this Survivor the Mall? Oh, they're all in a mall. Yeah. Could be good. Well, it's I did, just it's just going to be Big Brother. Well, no, I don't <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want it, them to be indoors. I was just kidding about the mall. They could do Survivor parking lot though. Yeah, Survivor parking lot. Survivor um, parking lots. Yeah, we, I mean like a forested area might be neat too. Yeah, something I don't know, go to Alaska even. I don't know. I would call it like Survivor in your backyard. Survivor backyard. Survivor rec center. <laughs> yeah, Survivor farm. For twenty years, we've filmed Survivor in some of the most amazing and remote locations in the world, and now we're coming to the 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 parking lot of a hockey rink. <laughs> hey, it could be good. Yeah. Um, but clearly, Jeff was talking about like this, uh, uh, wanting sixteen-year-olds to apply. Well, um, they could just want one, just want the new youngest person, right? Yeah, like the will. But I meant also, it's been speculated online that it could be uh, they're trying to get teenagers to come out because they're the low-risk people for uh, COVID nineteen. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it just seems what the there's it's a fucking insurance nightmare. You're bringing people under eighteen to be on Survivor, like it just seems insane. I mean, all all season or the past you know, or then the finale they and and the week before they were talking about how hard it is on your brain and how you go, come home and you can't trust the people around you. Ben Dreebergen talking about how he couldn't trust his wife and Jeremy Collins talking about how he couldn't trust the people at the fire department. And like 
fucking a 16-year-old is going to come out, it's going to fuck up his brain for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your brain isn't look, fully developed when you're 16. Fucking look how messed bitch, up you gonna, got after Outlaugh. Exactly. The fucking pimple-ass, fucking uh, skinny-ass men, they're not even like mm-hmm. as tall as they're going to be, and they're going to be on Survivor? Yeah. Well, they're, they're as tall. Not, not by 16 for some of them. Sometimes Don't you stop people, growing at 16? Or some people keep growing in, through their 20s. Are you growing? I'm a growing boy. I'm growing <laughs> in my dick, that's for sure. Holy shit. <laughs> right now I am. Oh my god, I got a wrench in my pocket. Ba-boom, um, ba-boom, ba-boom. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I feel like we're uh, starting to wind down here. We, we're doing like a mini-sode almost. Or just I to... think, yeah, we'll do mini-sodes. But let, let, maybe we talk about uh, ideas we have for um, for episodes coming up. And if people have ideas, they can uh, send us along. I think something I'm excited to do, if, if we can figure it out, is to get that Cody hosts an improvised scary story podcast where he has improvisers and comedians on. And... We do, you do, or I've, I've been on multiple times, six times, six or seven times, and uh, we do uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, improvised scary story with characters and everything, and people are playing multiple characters, and there's a narrator. It's so fun, and, and you know, you're, you're a popular podcast, and you've been doing it for five or six years, and I think it would be a fun idea for us to get some of our comedian and improviser friends into this podcast, and we do improvised Survivor episodes. An improvised Survivor episode. It's a big challenge, Joel. So uh, Survivor. So is po- a podcast. I mean, but who else has done that? I think that would that would set us apart if, if, if every once in a while or we do like a series of improvised Survivor episodes. You know, and, and we'll work out the kinks, but I think that's a, that is a, 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 ba- a, holler- a funny thing, and we can talk to... We can do it, you know, it'd be fun, don't you think? Would you do it? You know who we should get on for that? Who? Johnny Bill Posley. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said it would be a hilarious thing, so. Mm-hmm. That's probably. And, and Bill Posley, he's funny. He is funny. He grinds, he's a grinder. He yeah, we could even try and get old people who've been on Survivor to come on and do improvised Survivor episodes. We could let's try it. Why not? I mean, we'll try. We'll try it out, and uh, well, maybe yeah, it we'll feels, release it. It feels like ye of little faith over here. You, you don't have much faith. Hey, I'm already uh, stewing up a format in my head here. Yeah, like. Uh, Somebody could be take the role of Jeff Probst and every once in a while do a challenge and uh, or a, a tribal council and all that shit. Well, I I think we would need a strict narrator. Sure. Yeah, yeah, narrator who 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 plays Jeff Probst. Yeah, you would be Jeff Probst and the narrator. Yeah. Just to get people cuz a big part about Survivor that you'd want to see is the confessionals get the inner Oh, uh, funny. In, in her thoughts. Yeah, we try and do confessionals. Okay. So the narrator would help cue when a confessional comes in. Great. And the, and the other people are doing multiple characters at once, though, too. Uh, how many characters are you planning on doing? I don't know. Well, it depends. Like, uh, 
maybe we pick it out of a hat. What if it, if it's final? If what episode it is? Is it final seven? Final twelve? You know, we're we're. Uh, You're way too excited about this. I, I, here's <laughs> oh, the thing. Come on, I just, I, we, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting the shit. I don't know. It could be fun. Here's the thing. We know we're gonna do this. Here's my prediction already. We're gonna do this. Everyone's gonna be their characters, and then Joel's gonna also be like a uh, monkey in the tree. Or, uh, like, the fish that Rupert caught or something. Like, it's just going to go off the fucking walls so quickly. And then we're going to have a... We're going to have a friggin' fish uh, confessional. And this thing's going to... I, I I don't even know. It's I love just it already. This sounds amazing. Come on, this an is episode all... of Survivor where a fish in a tree gets a confessional? We uh, why is the fish in the tree? We already know that this is going to be bananas, um, and honestly, I want feedback on this. I'm uh, I'm already Survivor. ripping my hair out. Fish in the tree. Uh, I'm already ripping this hair straight off of my scalp. A um, big a big idea I had for a episode of the podcast in the off season was. Like a survivor essay on why I think Chris Underwood is one of the best winners of all time, but I think but Natalie I pe- Anderson did that for me last week. Yeah, I think people are turning around, and yeah. honestly, you've been talking about this essay this whole time. I went back and watched Edge, and uh, Chris Underwood has a piss poor uh, first performance. That's oh, for yeah, sure. sure. Oh yeah, piss poor. Yeah, piss poor. Um, sure. He does a hack job. He does a total hack job. He's like the fucking editors this season, man. That was a big part of season 40. <laughs> fucking hack job those guys were doing. They did a hack job on Adam's cut, that's for sure. I can't I can't imagine how hard it is to edit Survivor and then have some fucking loser in Toronto telling him he did a hack job on a dumb podcast. Wow. <laughs> or they or 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 she, whatever. An editor can be anybody and 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 they're they're having a, a hard hard as it is enough with coronavirus, and they have to listen. Call to me it. a loser, uh, Joel, but at least I don't assume gender on a mystery editor. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm the fucking idiot. I'm the fucking hack job over here, doing a hack <laughs> job on on being woke. <laughs> oh man! Well, I mean, we had uh, we had some fun on this episode. Uh, barely, we're like we're we gonna have scratch the surface. Come on, we, well. We'll Joel, what did I say before this uh, podcast started? You said to me, well, we'll do like a 30 to 45 minute uh, short one. We're almost at 45 minutes right now. We're We're approaching it. We're at 42 right now. Come on. And I said, you're going to make this an hour. No matter what I do, no matter what I say, you are going to make this podcast an hour. Well, we haven't even talked. You didn't let me talk about Tony. Tony won Survivor for the second time last week, and we've been talking about Johnny Fairplay. Yeah, we have weeks. We have weeks of off season. We could talk like yeah. this every I week. Mean, yeah, Maybe people would like that. I don't know. I don't know what people like. What do you want from every us? Every once in a while. I'm, uh, let's, let's do some Survivor improv. You just said let's. We just scratched the surface. We're at forty minute mark. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about Tony. We didn't talk about Michelle. We didn't talk about fucking. Denise. We talked about that last week. Denise though. didn't get a confessional last week. We've talked it. I uh, no, she did get one. No, she didn't get it. One a, a confessional. The one from home. 
Okay. That's uh, okay. It doesn't count. I will say this. I will say I know this. I I lost and here's the fantasy report uh report. I lost by 5 points. Who won? Uh Ryan. Why aren't you guys are you do you guys have your own chat without me? No, you're just not checking the fantasizer. Yeah. I mean I would love for you to like Facebook chat be like congratulations Ryan. I don't check the fantasizer. Yeah. I would I usually uh, Joel you you keep saying these things, and then as soon as we go off air, you don't respond to me. You don't respond to my messages. We, hey, I will say this: we have uh, me and you have some iconic uh, words with friends games through the week. Uh, we do. I, I didn't. I I cracked four hundred points the one day with me. Yeah. Oh shit! That's good. Good for you. Yeah. Well, we we have these words with friends things, and I'll do one, and I'll wait like three days for it and then you'll do one and you'll message me in like an hour like nudging me like crazy to do one because <laughs> I, I have my spurts where I like I'm doing like uh, like I, I have like maybe five games going and I'll do all five of them and then I'll just want to do it for the rest of the day but then I'll, I'll lose interest for like two days and then I'll come back to it and want to do more yeah I wait forever and then I, it's a fucking on, ordeal when I don't <laughs> I think it is my turn on it. If you're wondering who's better at words with friends, uh, Joel is edging me out here. I think you've beaten me three more times than I've beaten you. Three more? I mean, it's like, do you use like the little cheat they they offer you if you watch an ad? Oh, the the, uh, finder or like the thing that uh, shows you your possible points. Yes. The bar, yeah, I use that. I use that as well. So okay. yeah, you got it. Okay, you I, I, I thought I thought I was gonna I, I was gonna lay on my sword and be like I've been using the little cheat thing, but if if, if you've no, been no, using no, it too, you feel so bad. You got to use that because you look at it and you're like, oh, there's a better word, and then you find that better word, right? Yeah, I, I like when I find that word without the uh, the thing that like I I, I do it. and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll 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 watch the ad just in case, and then it, it was that word anyway. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. I'll always give it a go uh, before I do the ad, at least. The, our listeners when, who, when are, who, who, who don't know words with friends are so fucking lost. Well, if you're if you're lost on this word, words with friends thing, just uh, send us an invite to play words with friends, and maybe we'll. Hey, yeah. What if what if add Joel on Facebook? Yeah. Joel Edmiston. I, I want I want Tony Velachos to be my words with friends guy. I want to I want to play words with friends against Tony. You think you beat him? Mm. He he spells he I know we'll, he'll spell moment wrong. He'll spell it with a u. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's uh let's call it. Oh, we, fine. Uh, I know we we have so much more to scratch, but we have so many weeks to talk about it. Yeah, um, we we have a lot of time. We have we a lot, lot of time, time to scratch oh, everything. Here's another here's one more one more thing. We're gonna we'll probably do rewatches of seasons. We'll maybe do Australian Survivor, blah blah blah. But we also want to watch movies that survivors are in. Like uh the animal. Like the animal or, you know, some Jonathan Penner stuff or one eighty with coach and Daniel well, Lorenzo. Um past guest and my co host of my other podcast, Damien, loves the animal. The animal. We gotta okay. have him on for that. We'll one. have him on, and we'll wa- we'll watch the Colleen Haskell joint, the animal, and uh, and then maybe we'll we'll watch the Bye Bye Man, written by Jonathan Penner, or oh uh, god, 
Have you seen the Bye Bye Man? I heard it was bad. And it's called the Bye Bye Man. Hey, it's Jonathan Penner. We want to watch it. And uh, I don't know. what We can watch Into the Blue 2 with Parvati and Amanda. So many possibilities. Yeah. I have a whole letterbox list. That's why you got to keep listening. So we'll uh, we'll see what we do next week. It's always going to be a surprise. We'll always keep you on your toes. This is Merge Boot, baby. We'll make it entertaining. Yeah. Oh, and Mike White. Mike White in lots of movies, so we can watch one of his. And um, <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening. I encourage you all to give us a rate, review, and so subscribe. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict or Stitcher or wherever you're watching us, um, listening to us. Cody's going to get us on Spotify this week, so don't you worry, you little Spotify heads. And... Uh, what else? I don't know. Follow us on Instagram. You can check out the Johnny Fairplay cameo video tomorrow. And uh, I don't know. What else? What else? I mean, thank you so much for listening, and we love you. Goodbye. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.